Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 3 Message Translation This is God's message. The God who made earth, made it livable and lasting, known everywhere as God. Call to me and I will answer you. I will tell you marvelous and wondrous things that you could never figure out on your own. Bible Before Breakfast, Mildred Kingsley Gumpohe. Good morning. Today is when women pray. And I think it is absolutely the right thing to do to talk about prayer this morning. Because I really have been thinking about prayer. And we've been running prayer chains all week. But because today is when women pray and we will spend about six hours just tarrying in the presence of God, I decided to really just ask myself if I really truly understand what prayer is and ask you as well, because it's important to me that as you listen, you learn something new that you can use every day. And so as I began to think about prayer this morning, the Holy Spirit brought to my attention something very simple that we used to teach when I was still teaching in children's church and because I used to teach in children's church I learned the art of teaching simply I don't see the point of being overly deep where people can't apply the word or can't understand what you're saying so I would like to break prayer down as simply as I possibly can for you today the first thing I need you to know is that prayer is you talking to God but more importantly, it is God talking back to you. I'll say that again. Prayer is you talking to God, but more importantly, it is God talking back to you. Now, prayer is that simple. And the truth is that it is incomplete if God is not talking back to you. A lot of people think that prayer is just you coming in the morning, you recite some things you possibly have crammed, you throw a few scriptures at God, you stand up and go away. And you feel like, oh, I have prayed. No, you haven't. Prayer is for communion and communication. I'll say that again. Prayer is for communion and it's also for communication. So those are the two things you must know. Because prayer is communion based on the fact that you have fellowship or love for God. So it is you spending time with God and having intimate conversations with Him. Now I've heard people say that prayer is something God came up with after the fall of man and He used it to try to remedy us. No, that's not true. And that's a picture that they have painted of prayer and they have made it such a wrong picture. And so a lot of people have funny notions about prayer. And honestly, I'm trusting God one of these days to be able to do a whole month where we talk about prayer through the word, looking at prayer through the word. But for today, I need you to understand that prayer is not a remedy. In fact, the Bible tells us that God would come in the cool of the day and have fellowship with Adam and they would talk. So prayer had absolutely nothing to do with the fall of man. The first thing you need to understand about prayer is that it's not necessarily created to solve a problem. 
I've heard so many people say, if you have a problem, pray. That's true. But even if you don't have a problem, God expects you to pray. And so today, when we spend time praying for those six hours that we're going to just spend, we're probably going to do different kinds of prayer. There will be the prayer of faith. There will be the petition prayer. There will be all kinds of prayer, intercessory prayer. However, the prayer that I like to really focus on, especially when we're fasting, is what I like to call intimacy prayers. And intimacy prayers are prayers that will help you to connect with God on a different level. We will understand when to speak to God. We'll understand when to listen to God. And prayer is something that every believer needs because whether you like it or not, you must communicate with God. You must have communion with God. You must have fellowship with God. You must be able to talk to God as a lifestyle. So I always tell people, I'm not so concerned about your prayer life. I'm more concerned about you living a life of prayer. I don't just want you to have a time when you pray. I want you to consistently live a life where prayer is your life. Jesus said that men ought to pray and not faint. We need to pray without ceasing. And the only way to pray without stopping is when you make it a relationship. So whatever you're doing throughout the day, let him in on it. Holy Spirit, is this really the right move to make now? Holy Spirit, should I buy these eggs? Holy Spirit, do you think it's a good idea? You know, I'm really feeling down right now, Holy Spirit. What do you think I should do? I am about to make this call. Is this the right time to make this call, Holy Spirit? Have those conversations. That's prayer. Because it's not just you solving a problem. It's just not you speaking to a problem. It is you communicating with God. And the truth is that God expects us to keep praying and never give up praying. Because there will be times when you don't feel like praying. There will be times when you may experience what I call iron skies, where you're praying and it seems like your prayers are bouncing back at you. But God is interested in talking to you. And so the scripture we read this morning is literally God saying, you know what, let's talk, let's have a conversation, and I will tell you things that you would never have known on your own. And that is so important. You would never have known these things on your own. Now, when I was in university, I was one day I was sitting down at a place called Sports Center. Where, that's where most Christians would go to, to pray at different times of the day. And so I used to spend a lot of my time there. And so one day I was just sitting at Sports Center. Um, and it was a place that really I would just, you know, just go there to spend time with God, just visit with him at different times of the day. And so that day I saw a guy who was sitting around there and he was sitting just uh, a little distance from me. And then I heard the Holy Spirit say to me very clearly, because when I would spend time praying, I would then be quiet and listen for God. And I heard the Holy Spirit say to me, go and ask him if he's afraid of his father. I was like, I'm sorry. I should walk up to a total stranger, someone I've never met before, who probably is sitting there because he doesn't want company or he doesn't want attention. And I should walk up to him and ask him, are you afraid of your father? And the Holy Spirit said to me, you've heard me. That's what I'm going to say. And that's all I'm going to say until you do what I've asked you to do. And so I went over to him and I said, hello, I'm sorry you don't know me, but I have this weird question. Are you afraid of your father? And at that moment, he began to cry. 
He cried. And I sat there not sure what to do. The Holy Spirit said to me, give him your hanky. And I did. I handed him my handkerchief. And as I handed him that handkerchief, he cried. And then I prayed with him and we became friends. Until today, we're still friends. Listen, you will be amazed at the things that God will tell you. And some of the things that God has been telling me over the years, I've begun to see them now. He said, call to me and I will answer. We have the guarantee that when we call, he will answer. And that he says he will show us. He will show us. So the idea is to get God involved in everything. I've said it before and I'll say it again. So it's not just about having a prayer time or having a prayer life. It's about living a life of prayer. If you live a life of prayer, you will have such an intimate relationship with God because anything that is happening, he will tell you first. Anything you're going through, you will run to him. It's really an amazing relationship. So we must get to that point where we understand that prayer is not just about when we need something. It's about you talking to God. It's also about you listening. It's not just about quoting scriptures at God. God wrote those scriptures. He gave us those scriptures. He wants much more than that. It's about sharing your heart, spending time with Jesus. It's about the Holy Spirit expanding and expounding things to you. It's you telling him how you feel and it's him pointing you in the right direction to get scriptures. I mean, there are times when I read my Bible and the Holy Spirit will just show me pictures. When I pray in tongues and I just begin to flow with him, I'll get to the point where I will literally hear God speaking back to me. And those times, you know, you just begin to fall deeper in love with him because you know him as a person. So, even though I still expect that when you pray, you will ask for things. You will ask him to give you, give you your daily bread. You will ask him for a car. You will ask him for a husband. You will ask him for shoes. You will ask him for a job. You will ask him for your visas. Whatever it is that you're looking for. But the truth is, it's not about what you have to say to God. What's more important is what God has to say to you. Always make your prayer life a two-way conversation. Don't just stand up after you've said the words. You need to know what did God say. After spending time with God, you must come out of it having an experience of Him rubbing off on you or hearing His instruction. When you come out of the place of prayer, are you kinder? Are you more joyful? Are you a better person to be around? I really hope that at the end of today, when we have spent time praying and tiring in the presence of God, that you will leave there knowing that it's not really about you. It's not about you running around for someone to pray for you or someone to be a mediator between you and God. That's over. The Bible says there is only one mediator between God and man, the man Jesus Christ. So when we get to that point where we realize that spending time with God is important, communion with God is important, communicating with God is important, our prayer lives will change. And I'm hoping that you will practice all of these things that I have said and that you will do it this morning before you have any breakfast. Good morning. What a wonderful way to start your day. Bible Before Breakfast with Mildred Kingsley Kumpel.